Andy Bush and Richie Firth here with another Home Time podcast for you. Uh, we do apologise, just starting things off with the uh, podcast that was delayed on Thursday. Do you know what, it's typical, right? Because we said afterwards, that's one of the best shows we've done. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, I really do. Really good show. Yeah. Can't wait for people to hear the podcast. And it was delayed. I guess to slightly appease matters, uh, all our podcasts now are also available in the Jazzy and Snazzy brand new Absolute Radio app. Oh, yeah. One of the functions about it is, is that you... You can uh, download the podcast, but then save it to listen to later offline, I believe, which is quite clever. A previously unavailable feature. Yeah. Which I like. Um, Just to give some explanation as to why it was delayed on Thursday, uh, here at Absolute Radio, we do have one dial-up modem for the building, and I think Barry from upstairs was using the landline. Yes. So we couldn't get on afterwards. Yeah. So you have to wait. So there you go. it's done now. It's done now, and we're here. Uh, We have a hell of a show for you, which covers a range of different topics, uh, whether it's Dave's from different parts of the world, uh, people closing doors for, as far as I could tell, no apparent reason. Or adulterers as well in today's toilet. It's all in there. Have a listen. Enjoy. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Massive attacks. Unfinished sympathy. On Monday's Hometime on Absolute Radio, Andy Bush and Ritchie Firth. Already only four days left of the week. Oh, isn't that good? And there could be £50,000 at the end of it for you. More on that later. Think about what you could do to your hair with that kind of money. You'd look a million dollars. Uh, do you sometimes find, I know we've talked about this on the show before, occasionally you find gaps in the English language where there isn't currently a word available to use to describe something. It definitely happens. It's just like a gap. There's a gap yeah. in the language. And I was in a little coffee shop. Let me set the scene a bit earlier on. Here we go. Uh, so, buy a little coffee before the show just to keep myself, keep myself awake. Yeah. You know what it is. Uh, and the bloke said to me, shouting it from the other side of the coffee shop, do I want a bit of milk in the, in the top of my coffee? And he says, do you want me to just put a glug of milk in? Mm-hmm. And do you know what? I like my coffee quite milky, so I, I tried to come back with a word that's bigger than a glug. And I don't think there's a word in the English language above a glug. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. What's bigger than a glug as a word? We can't go two glugs. No, because I'm not. You can't get into a multi-glug. If you're going to send stuff in, I don't want a multi-glug. I would say. I want to find a word for. I would say a swill. No, swill's yeah. what you do in the dentist with that pink weird drink they make you have. <laughs> you know what I mean? Admittedly, yes, you do do that <laughs> do. in the end, in the dentist. But the point being is, a glug's over quicker than a swill, isn't it? It is. And it's all about inserting liquid into something. I don't like the direction this is going, Richard. There's something medical about the whole thing. (laughs) It's not meant to be. I'm just analysing words. There's a bit of etymology going on here. I think, for me, a swill has has got... There's there's an undercurrent that he's putting in his mouth first before it then goes (laughs) into the cup. (laughs) That's really not what I'm saying. I'm sorry, I don't know what what cafe you're going to. (laughs) So, look, you know, I just want to try... We need to come up with a word. This is a gap in the English language. Evidently, yes. Find a word for, bigger than a glug. Davy says splurge. Mm. That sounds careless, which is not what your barista is, isn't it? 100%. Adam says dash. No, that sounds smaller. Uh, Mikey's gone for plop. I've banned it. No, no, it's back with your other fella, isn't it? Come on, we can do better than that. Absolute radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Some great texts are coming in. I'm giggling at some of them because I, I'm putting them in the context of you being back in your little French bistro uh, that you are in earlier. So he asked me, do you, want, do you want a glug of milk in the top of the coffee? And I was like, I want bigger than that, but I didn't know what the word was. We need to create a word. Tim from Norfolk is offering up what he claims to be a Norfolk word. OK. A larrup. What is it? The larrup sounds like a little bird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 
a larrup of milk in there, please. A Norfolk I've larrup. I've never heard of that. Me neither. Uh, Ruth in Greenwich, a dram, as in whiskey. Oh, it makes me want to have, like... Oh, do you remember those? Uh, do people still have Irish liqueur coffees? I think so. It used to be the bane of my life when I was a waiter. You'd always get someone at like five to ten when you're just about to finish serving, want an Irish liqueur coffee. You end up bending the spoon like Yuri Geller and pouring cream off the back. What's going on? Not having that. Uh, a splosh of milk, slightly heavier, says Jamie. Sounds careless, like you mentioned earlier on, Richie. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, Liam from the Bridge of Stour. Uh, bigger than a glug, that's a chug. A chug. That's what you do if you get in and you're absolutely really thirsty and you drink directly from the fresh orange juice carton. Uh, We've had a couple of other ones here. Come here, Brett. Um, Was it Brendan says splooge? Christine says splodge. Uh, Vince is arguing a dollop is bigger than a glug. Rebecca says a glug glug. That's just a bit weird. He'd think I was choking. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to look ridiculous going with a glug glug. So if we were to try and make this out as a hierarchy, starting at the top with glug, where does it go down from there? Splash? Of milk? No, splash it, I think, is way down. Yeah, and then further lower than that, a dash, a hint of milk? A dash is, is less than a splash. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting ridiculous. We've got the Wonder Stuff on the way next. It's Absolute Radio on a Monday. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Find great gifts whoever you're shopping for. However you do Christmas, everyone's welcome at Tesco Mobile. I was in a coffee shop, the barista. Is that the right word? Or yeah, barista, wrong? yeah. He asked me if I wanted a glug of milk in the top. I wanted more, but couldn't think of the actual words for more than a glug, and I don't think there is one. 8.12.15 on the text. Richie, a shot. Can't believe I haven't mentioned it. That's because I don't think a shot is more than a glug. No, because he'd have to pour the milk into, like, the official measuring thing that you get in a bar and then yeah. pour it into my coffee, and that would seem wrong. Seems a faff. Yeah. Uh, Alice says, how about a cascade? Like it's it's very poetic. It sounds like he's going to get it everywhere, though. <laughs> yeah, doesn't it? Well, once again, bit messy. Uh, Ollie says, create a new one, a guzzle. Sounds like he's drinking it. It does. Uh, from North Shields, Hawaii man. It's a bosh of milk. So what's accent there? <laughs> Hawaii man. That's really that's good. I genuinely Thank you. thought it was one of my better ones. It really is yeah. one of your better ones. You make an album of these at some point <laughs> in the future. Uh, Ian says, what about a glug plus or a maxi glug? Again, okay. I'm not sure about these. Let's go to the phones and say hi to Dan. Dan, what's your suggestion? Uh, yeah, I reckon um, what you start off with, uh, you've got a drip, yep. then a drop, yep. a splash, a glug, then you've got half and half, yep. and uh, I'll have tea or coffee with my milk, please. There you go, you've got it sorted. <laughs> That's hey, the system. An entire, ironically, cascading scale. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Do you like a good buffet? Oh, I love a buffet. Went to a christening yesterday and I've come away thinking about this and I put it to you that christenings do the best buffets. Right, of of all the buffet worlds, you think uh, christenings are the best by far? I've been thinking about it. Okay. So yesterday's experience, right, okay. So I get to uh, this this christening, some friends of ours, uh, Rocco, my little nine-month-old, made at least two moves on uh, the little girl that's getting uh, uh, christened. So uh, he's, he's starting young. Taking that just after his dad. I saw him making a move in the ball pool. <laughs> but <laughs> that was probably the only time I was looking because uh, the rest of the time I'm cruising around the buffet. Ooh. And here's where christenings are good, right? Okay. Weddings, the food's too fancy. It's got ideas ev- above its station. Everyone's trying to make a statement. Oh, yeah, yeah we'll do this. Oh, people will really like this. Oh, yeah, let's, let's make that look great. Yeah. All right? And sometimes it, 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 it ceases to actually be functional. Yeah. People are trying too hard. Okay, fair enough. 
Funerals? Yeah. You've got other things on your mind. You don't want right? to tuck in. You feel bad tucking in at a funeral. Exactly. Christenings? It's fantastic. Yeah. Kids are around, so you've got to cater for kids as well. Yeah. So that means really simple sandwiches with non-fancy fillings. <laughs> it means lots of Rocky Road. It means brownies. means cake. means a good lo- lo- lot of chocolate fingers. Yeah. All keeps me happy. <laughs> I put it to you that christenings do the best buffets. Do you know, I feel guilty and, and I feel jealous because I've never, I've not been to a christening as a grown-up. You so. need to get yourself invited to. And they're always they always tend to be where was the venues like a pub like back village hall was it yeah you normally get good buffets in village halls and stuff absolutely you know for me in terms of best buffet is I love buffets that are put on by hotels begrudgingly because you've rented a room from them. Right. No, I don't mean like upstairs as in a bedroom. I mean like, you know, when like a, you've got a room rented out for an event. Like a corporate event. Corporate, corporate buffet. I love a corporate buffet. Like I did a, a Fear of Flying course uh, a couple of years ago and it was my, my favourite ideal buffet. Still my favourite buffet to this day. Uh, cheese and pickle sandwiches on white bread with buckets of warm chips. Wow. Dead simple, no frills. Best buffet. But don't you find, because it's a corporate event, people are looking. Because you're there for something. People are looking, thinking, oh, he's had a couple of those sandwiches. Oh, he's gone back for a second Rocky Road. No, no, no. I was incognito. It's on my own. Fear of flying. <laughs> when, you're, when you're wearing an all-round print wolf fleece and you're just desperate to try and be OK on a plane, no one can hear you scream. Tell you what, I'll book myself onto a Fear of Flying course and I'll come back to you and let you know how it compares. Bucket of chips, mate. Bucket of chips. <laughs> the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Home time with Andy Bush and Richie Fur. We are searching for Dave number three in our 12 Daves of Christmas today. If that's you, text now 81215. I've decided that of all the buffets, your christening is the best buffet you can go to. And Adam in Wiltshire agrees. Richie, buffets are my fave. You're spot on with the christening. In April, it was our nieces. Classic buffet food for a small family. Uh, as a close family, we had the bonus of taking food home. Buffet breakfast, lunch, tea for the following day. Adam and Wilshire. The gift that keeps on giving. This text has come in and they might have a point. It says, I think we all need to address the way Richie pronounces buffet. Buffet. It was a slight buffet, which I like <laughs> oh, of it. Come on, no. There's the slight coy fan of like, you know, like Louis XVI with a frilled <laughs> cup. Just say it one more time. Buffet. Buffet, I say. shopping for however you do christmas everyone's welcome at tesco mobile uh, so this week, it's fair to say, uh, it's kind of staff Christmas party week overall, isn't it? I think our Christmas party is tomorrow night, isn't it? It is, straight after the show. That's come up quick. Uh, so there's a lot of people who are all getting together and going to clubs because or they've hired out rooms in pubs or big long tables in restaurants. Yeah. They've got a spread on, maybe they've got some entertainment coming down or whatever, that kind of thing. And that's, you know, if that's you and you're lucky enough to have a load of people in your office that you work with, great. However, not everyone's that lucky. <laughs> And there are people who are self-employed and they don't work in an office, so they're kind of on their tod when it comes to walking past all these staff parties and getting a bit jealous, you know what I mean? must be tough because it's all talked about and you, you hear it as part of the whole Christmas experience and, and you're sat there thinking... There's no way I can be part of that. Imagine that. It's just that moment in the pub if you sat around with three or four mates or whatever. They're all talking about their staff Christmas party, work party. Hijinks. You know, hijinks and mucking about and dancing or whatever. And then you just stare into the mid-distance because it doesn't apply to you. Yeah. And I feel sorry for people like that. And it just, I always wonder, like, do you, if you work on your own and you're self-employed, and it's just you, do you actually set in a date that you're going to go and have, like, a festive meal or would that break you? 
What, a, a, a festive meal on your own? Go and have a festive turkey sandwich at your local Costa, or would that be too much? And then b- buy some party rings from Spa on the way home. Exactly, you can't be doing that, can you? We just want to see right now on the show how many people, if you've got this situation, and I bet no one ever gives you any sympathy because people are too busy getting ready and getting dressed up for their own thing yeah. to even think about you, but if you've got the situation where you don't have a staff party because you work on your Todd, it's just you, get in touch now, 8, 12, 15, and you'll find a shoulder to cry on with me and Richie. Right here on Absolute Radio. And the title of this song is no way linked to anyone's staff Christmas party. It's Pop. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. The Absolute Radio 90s on a Monday afternoon. We were just saying, you know, I'm passing out our sympathy to you guys uh, if you're on your Todd and won't have a work Christmas do. Is that you? Hi, guys. Both me and my partner are self-employed. He's a plumber. I'm a financial advisor. Billy No Mates, says Sally. See, people don't think about people like this. They're too obsessed with their own doing, getting their hair done or whatever. What about us stay-at-home mums? No Christmas do for us. The biggest thing I miss about my old office job is the Christmas do's. They were ace. Uh, Matt, let's go to Matt and say hello, Matt. You all right? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Tell us about you. Do you have a Christmas do? I do. I'm self-employed, have been for 10 years now, and I got fed up of hearing about Christmas parties, so I started having one by myself each year. Oh, what do you do, Matt? I always go for a curry by myself. Oh, heartbreaking. Oh, it's like the ghost of Christmas future. <laughs> it, it is. is. It's the one thing that I miss. I mean, I don't miss... Uh, well, I love being self-employed, and I don't miss working with... People don't pay that the wrong way. I love getting on with my own business. But the one thing I do miss is the yearly Christmas party. And uh, I rebelled and did my own thing. I have to say, Matt, I'm conflicted. My heart is broken for you. Yeah. But I'm equally <laughs> jealous and in admiration of the fact that you can go for a curry and sit there on your own and have it. I love that. And you know what? I get employee of the year every year. Yeah. I bet you do. The thing is, no one wants to sit in a curry house and sit there and watch Matt pull a cracker on his own. <laughs> That's why we're going to do something about it on this show. It's back. We are proud to announce it's going to be the second year we are running our no office office party. So if you like Matt there and you're just on your Todd, you just like to hang out with other people. He's taken it to the one extreme and, and has booked his own curry. But we want to try and get everyone together in the one-off opportunity, don't we, Richie? Date for your diary, 19th of December from midday. Fullers have kindly lent us the Trinity Bell in the centre of London and they're going to put on a lovely three-course meal. I have the menu here right now. Oh, it looks so good. Do you all, I always go to puddings first. Tell us a pudding. I'll tell you, how about this one, right? Chocolate Swiss roll, Fuller's espresso stout cream, and Fuller's vanilla ice cream. So good. Oh my goodness. Fuller's black cab Christmas pudding and brandy butter ice cream. One of Oof. the finest. <laughs> anyway, away from the menu for a what, second. What we want to do, we've got 20 seats up for grabs and we want to give them to people who are self-employed. So a little bit like Matt there and the other people we've heard from so far, if you normally wouldn't get a Christmas party because you're just working on your own, get in touch, fill out the form that's on our website, absoluteradio.co.uk slash win, and hopefully we'll see you there on the day, which is going to be great. Vanilla aerated <laughs> cheesecake with ginger and cinnamon crumb, star anise poached winter berries. Don't know what the last bit is, but they sound great. Language is your plaything, Richie. <laughs> Language is your plaything. So we would love to see you there, and again, thank you to Fullers who've given us the... We've had a little look at this pub online. It's beautiful. It looks pub. fantastic. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. So if you'd like to be at our no office office party this Christmas... December the 19th. Get online now. We'd love to see you there. Absoluteradio.co.uk slash win. 
Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. The lovely people at Fuller's have given us a beautiful pub. Uh, the party's going to be Friday, was it, on uh, the 19th of December, which is what night's that day? Uh, it's a Wednesday. It's a Wednesday at lunchtime. Sign up online now, absoluteradio.co.uk slash win. And we've got some great texts coming in from people who are yeah, self-employed. Tanya's put herself forward for it. Key thing here, her name is Tanya. Uh, she says she is a designer, a seamstress and leather worker. Mm. Her business name, Tanya Hyde. Beauty. I like it. Liking that a lot. Mick, the spanner in Hayes, says, Hi, Bush and Richie have been self, self-employed as a breakdown driver for years now. And the closest I've been to having a Christmas do is me and my mate driving next to each other in our vans <laughs> over the festive period on Aww. Christmas Day, listening to Absolute Radio with the volume up on the M25. Aww. Absolute Radio. £50,000 Christmas giveaway. With Tesco Mobile. So, would you like to win £50,000 to ensure you have the best Christmas ever? Absolute Radio and our lovely show sponsors, Tesco Mobile, are giving you the chance to win our biggest ever cash prize because however you do Christmas, everyone's welcome at Tesco Mobile. doesn't really matter what kind of state your Christmas shopping is in right now. I put it to you that even if you've not started, £50,000 by this Friday rescues everything. Pay someone off, even if you've forgotten <laughs> them. It's 500 quid. Uh, go go out west, get yourself something nice like Phil Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> as well as winning the 50,000, you'll have the cash in your bank account by 5 pm this Friday. Spend it however you want this weekend or last minute. Hey, don't need to answer any questions. You just need to get your phone out now and you text the word WIN to 8 12 15. That's all that needs to be in the text. Just the word WIN to 8 12 15. You can win 50,000 pounds in time for Christmas with Tesco Mobile. However, you do Christmas. Everyone's welcome at Tesco Mobile. Tanks cost £2 plus your standard network rate. Lines close Friday the 14th of December at 9am. We're playing across the Absolute Radio network. You must be over 18 to play. Times and entry at absoluteradio.co.uk. If you are travelling home by train today, I would like your opinion on something. It's actually a, um, a question I'm quite interested in personally because I'm I'm a little bit paranoid that this is something that only I do. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think it's going to be. But I know I get strange looks when I do this. Okay. And this is on trains? This is on trains. You may do this, to be quite frank, and we could put this to bed very, very quickly. Right. And it's particularly prevalent <laughs> at this time of year. So when I get on the train, pulls into the platform, I press the door open b- uh, button, mm-hmm. on you get. It's all quite conventional so far. Yep. But if I am the only person getting on at that door, as I get on the train, I close the door behind me immediately. Wow. <laughs> okay. Now, obviously, the driver's going to do this himself or herself in about 30 seconds' time for the whole train. But I like to close the door as I'm getting on because it stops the draft. If there were more people like you, Southern Rail wouldn't have to strike, mate. <laughs> they pull away quicker, to yeah, be exactly, quite frank. Yeah. But I've never seen anyone else do this. So are you worried about other people and the whole carriage no, being warm? No, primarily no. I'm actually doing it for myself. So you don't like the draft? There are other people that are getting the benefit of this, but I'm not doing it for them. I'm actually doing it just for me because I don't like the draft. Do you consider that you closing the doors may, might make it look to someone who's running for the train like the train's about to leave because the doors are shutting? A fair question, that? a fair question. But before I press that close button, I do look around to see if A, anyone else is getting on at that door, or B, if anyone else is rushing. Because I wouldn't want to hold anyone up. See, for me... You're getting involved in technical stuff that doesn't concern you. 
I appreciate that. Because that's like, that's like, like me getting in the lift and then turning around and pressing the closed door button immediately as I get on. And I've other done people that before. Really? <laughs> yeah, because I want to get on. It is, speaking of the British tra- uh, Social Transport Police, yeah. I, I do think that there should be a section under a technical violation or a boundary infringement on this in that you're you're mucking around with technical stuff that you've got no place to be mucking around with. Do you I'm know really what I mean? shutting the door. Do you reckon other people do it? Have you seen anyone else? I've never seen anyone do, do this in my entire life. I've never seen anyone else doing it. And I know people have looked at me when I've done it as if to say, has he just shut the door? Why has he done that? <laughs> Why has he done that? All I need, I, I would say personally, for me, vindication will come if three three other people do this. That's all I need. Well, listen, the Artsy Monkeys we're about to play has got two minutes 49 on it. Should we put that as like a, a timer? If you get three people yep. who also do it, you're not weird. 8, 12, 15, text now. Do you shut the door behind you on the train? Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It looks like I've romped home on this You one. have. Uh, Andrea is on the line. Andrea, do you do this? I do, yes. Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> I've never heard of this before. Andrea, tell us why you do it. I, I just can't. I don't know. I just have this automatic urge to shut the door behind me. I do it in the lift as well. The minute I get in, I press the floor close the door. This gets even better. It's not just a train, it's the lift as well. Fantastic! Do you ever wonder or worry <laughs> that it might be unusual behaviour? No. <laughs> she doesn't care. <laughs> Same as me. Doesn't sound like she cares. Do you know what? There are too many people to count on this one and I feel so, so happy about it. But one that I will pick out is this from Bryony and I might have to change up my behaviour. She says, I'm totally with you, Richie, but I don't think you take it far enough. I always close the door, but I also get up and make a big fuss and close it if someone else hasn't. Oh, my word. I bet she uses the phrase, were you born in a barn? <laughs> to make Christmas special. However you do Christmas, everyone's welcome at Tesco Mobile. So we have launched 12 Daves of Christmas. Uh, We're trying to make an entire song filled with Daves from different parts of the United Kingdom. Not a partridge or a pear tree in sight. And hasn't it been lovely meeting all these different Daves? Really has. It's been a treat. If you're a Dave and you live in a certain part of the United Kingdom you'd like to get into our song, make sure you make yourself known. Are we ready for this? Yes. Uh, Who have we got on the line? Hi, it's Dave from Droitwich. Dave from Droitwich. And a fantastic place name to get amongst the song as well. Brilliant. I don't know anything about Droitwich. Or should I say we're not just Droitwich, we're Droitwich Spa. Ooh, check you out. Now, on a musical thing here, Dave, I like the Hyacinth Bouquet thing you're doing with Droitwich Spa, but that will scan harder into the song. So could we drop the spa and just go with Droitwich? Yes, absolutely. Uh, Negotiations are over, that's good. We want you to drop your delusions of grandeur (laughs) just for a second. (laughs) Uh, Tell us about Droitwich then, what what it's like. It's going to be in our song, what's it like? Yeah, it's got lots of canals. Uh, It's not a bad place to live, it's not Birmingham. Okay. (laughs) Hey, now, come on. (laughs) It's a bit bit quieter than Birmingham. It's it's not Worcester, it's not Birmingham, it's, it's Droitwich. Does Droitwich have a five, guys? Does it have a what? Oh, there you go, that's oh, answer your question. Okay, right. And then just in terms of Daves, are you the only Dave in Droitwich or do you know other Daves there? Is there a Dave network? Um, I've got a few friends called Dave, but they live in Worcester. Okay, brilliant. Okay. So you go and meet them. Well, I'm glad we got all this sorted out. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, I can't wait for your participating in the song. I'm very excited. That's cool. Dave, are you ready for this? Go on, then. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me 
day from Shortwave. Day from Telford. And a day from Kaffee. <laughs> yes. He was good, wasn't he? He was. How out of tune was Dave from Telford? (laughs) (laughs) And do you know what? We've got another, by my maths, nine days still to hear that. I can't wait. (laughs) If you are a Dave and you fancy being in our song, drop us a text, 8 12 15. Dave number four, tomorrow. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Hometime on a Monday night with Andy Bush and Richie Fur. Make sure you bag the podcast, available to download immediately after the show, and you can use our flashy, brand-new Absolute Radio app that was launched today. Uh, Before six o'clock, you may well have still been with us. Uh, We were talking about my etiquette of getting on a train, and when I get on the train, I actually close the electronic door behind me because I'm not a fan of a draft. And then these uh, (laughs) wintry... Stop laughing. You've already besmirched me and uh, said I was some kind of weirdo. I got supported by many, many, many people. Many, many other weirdos. (laughs) More than any of us expected. I've just never I've never seen anyone do it and I would never in a million years think of doing it myself. That's all that's that's my take on it. It's unusual. Here's the thing that hurt me to the core personally, right? You and I have come up together with the British Transport Social Police. Yes. Taking care of some of the offences on trains that really shouldn't be taking up the time of the actual British Transport Police. Mm -hmm. And you said that my closing of the doors, tinkering, doing something extra, was kind of meddling and infringing. And could go on the Constitution. Yeah, I would say it would border on a Section 5 technical violation, <laughs> an infringement in many ways. You're mucking around with technology that's not your place to muck around with. Gaz in Birmingham has texted, Bush, Richie, I've never shut the train door myself, but... If you think about it, if passengers weren't meant to operate the door close feature, there wouldn't be a button to push. I think Richie is within his right to push a button that is available. My verdict, no infringement. Whoa, hold on a second. Gaz, I thank you. I'll go back to that and say, what about the bell, the emergency bell you get in lifts? Just because it's there doesn't mean you should push it. Yeah, but it's a completely different function, isn't it? I'm not saying it's an emergency, I just don't want to drive. (laughs) Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast, we told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Bush, those emergency buttons in lifts are very much for the use of the public. If there's an emergency, they're allowed to push them. Richie is right again. (laughs) Can't get rid of this damn thing about closing the doors when you get on trains. Try it on your way home tonight. All right, do you want? I will. I'll give <laughs> it a go. Um, do you know what? Actually, getting home will be the least stressful part of my evening. The most stressful part will actually be getting in through the front door at the moment uh, because I'm in some kind of uh, decoration hell right now. Uh-oh. Uh, so over the weekend, uh, my wife went on a wreath-making course. This must be a thing because my other half, Katie, did that last year. It's it's one of these things that is becoming a Christmas thing, isn't it? To have a wreath on your door, or at the very least, to make it yourself. Go to your local village hall, make a wreath, stick it on your door. Is that any good it. then? Oh, d- a good d- one. Well, I've got to be even-handed in my description of this. <laughs> it looks beautiful. Right. Looks great, okay? Yeah. But would not be out of place on the front door to a castle. <laughs> All right? And we're, we're not in a castle. We're in an end of terrace. Right. And here lies problem number one with the decorations at the moment. Yeah. It's too big for the door. So it looks amazing. She's done uh, a fantastic job making it. But when I shut the front door, you're having to put both arms out the front of the door to push out about four different sprigs of Christmas tree to actually get it shut. So it's like having a tree almost stuck to the front door in many ways. Absolutely. So 
That's pain number one. Number one, reef. Number two is the tree itself, all right? So discussions were had on Saturday. Do we go for a traditional big Christmas tree that could potentially be knocked over by a toddling baby? Yeah. Or... As we went with the compromise, for one year only do we go for a smaller tree that will stand on an occasional table in the corner of the room. Fair enough. Done with that. But what I'm not done with is the stand that we've had to buy. One of these ones that's got, like, three screws that you sort of tighten up to, to try and oh, keep the tree safe. I hate those things, those metal things that Christmas trees sit in, because you go, like, one or two screws, oh, it looks slightly off, I'll just try it one more time and then it will just drop. There's what it's done. Three times over oh. the weekend, I've been sort of headfirst into it, bum out, trying to tighten <laughs> these three screws. Because it pushes you, it doesn't want you to do it, does it? The tree fights back, so it I pushes you, you what, in the face. I am one bad commute away from getting home and chucking that tree out in the oh, back garden. I, honestly, I hate those things. They're the worst. So I think there is the need for some kind of decoration hell support group really. it's good to talk about it you've got it off your chest you're not bottling up which is the right thing and that's why i think we should launch maybe just for the next 10 15 minutes consultation period on this show uh, the decoration hell hotline get in touch with us now 8 12 15 if your christmas decorations although they might look festive and on point are doing your head in tell everyone else about it now a problem shared is a problem solved Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, do please get in touch if you are suffering from some uh, decorations that are causing you much angst, uh, like the uh, wreath that is stopping me from shutting my door. Oh. Uh, or the tree that keeps on wanting to fall over because of the stand where you have to screw those screws at the bottom. As you can hear in the background, we've got a lot of staff ready to take your call if you get in touch with us as well. And like I said, you know, don't bowl it up. Share the problem. Share the burden. Uh, Andy has tweeted us to say that the cats keep on jumping into uh, his Christmas tree, finding it oh. too inviting. That's obviously going to fall soon. Uh, Beth from my hometown of where I was born, Ellesmere Port, says I bought a lit-up Christmas presents that come in three sizes from big to small. They've been throwing up glitter since they entered my house. I can't can't keep on top of it. Sorry to hear that, Beth. Uh, Matthew Smedley saying that his tree looks great until you turn the lights on, then it's just too blue. It goes blue like a flashing police car. He's sent us a photo. It is almost very too blue. blue. It's very, very blue. very blue. James, on the phone. James, what's your nightmare with decorations at the moment? Andy. Andy, Richie, good afternoon. Evening. How are you? Good, good man. Good to have you on. Good, good. cool, cool. Um, garlands. Ceiling garlands, silver foil garlands. Oh, just wow, 80s. Down a proper 80s sheet. We've gone for the grotto with the kids <laughs> in the lounge and the dining room. And every time you come in the room, they've fallen down. Regardless of how much blue tack you put up, they want to come down. Yes, we're getting and a lot of calls nightmare. about that on the show this evening. Is it What adhesives have you tried so far, James, just, to stick just, them up? blue tack at the moment it's going to get to nails probably yeah, what we <laughs> are advi- what we are advising people who call about these silver foil garlands is that blue tack doesn't actually do the job on this it does it on many other things but doesn't work on that uh, i think you're looking at some kind of staple gun staple gun oh, great shout i've got one of those i not thought of that good lads Fantastic give it a go advice. and let us know how you get on yeah Definitely. There you go. Another problem solved. So, look, if you have a problem and you want to want to share it like these people, already, I bet James feels better now talking I about that. I think so, yeah. He was going to say at the end, I think. I think he was definitely yeah. going to say that. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Blush, blush, 
Right then. Flashy gifts. Always nice to receive. <laughs> but they could be a sign that your partner is cheating on you. Really? Yeah. A staggering 85% of cheaters admit to spending big on Christmas because they feel guilty for their affair. Wow, so is this kind of overcompensating? Is that what that is? I guess it is. Uh, these results have come from a recent survey of 1,000 adulterers on <laughs> illicitaccounters.com, which is the UK's leading married dating website. Imagine being one of the adulterers that's part of that test group. <laughs> I guess you don't give your name. Probably so, not. I have here, and um, this may be helpful, uh, the top gifts given by men, top five, and the top gifts given by women, top five. Right, you might want to write these down and keep an eye out on Christmas Day. Let's have a look then. Dark. Gadgets and tech at five, given by 8%. This is men. Men, right. Handbags slash accessories, 10% at four. Mm. Designer fashion, 11% at three. Fragrances, 14% at number two. Wow. But 36% will give jewellery. It's the most popular. Wow. Uh, for the ladies to the gents, fragrances at five, nine percent. Okay. Grooming gifts at four, ten percent. Sort your act out. <laughs> That's what that's saying. Sort your act out. Designer clothing, eighteen percent at three. Designer underwear, twenty percent at two. But it's gadgets and tech, thirty-three percent. Number one for the ladies. That is unbelievable. I can see the jewellery thing. I can understand where that, that overcompensation is coming from in terms of men giving that to women. But buying tech for guys, if you've been secretly having an affair, that's just blown my mind. I guess they're kind of thinking that you'd be so much down the rabbit hole looking at your, yeah. your new piece of tech that you don't notice what's going on down the road. Down the road, <laughs> if you can use that phrase. Time podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Right, that is pretty much it. Thank you as ever for listening. We really appreciate it. Do drop us an email because we read them all out on Fridays, any other business. So if there's a, we had some funny stuff on last Friday. Uh, if you've got five minutes to drop us an email, we'd love to hear from you. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Hit it, Bill. It's the podcast has officially come to an end.